Hello, TV writers. Just a quick word uh, before we start to let you know my online course, How to Write a Sitcom, is on sale for only 29 bucks. That's less than a week's worth of lattes. And so many of you have expressed interest that I'm keeping this sale going until I come back from my hiatus in October. In this class, I take you through the steps I've been teaching at university for years. You'll have videos and worksheets that'll guide you in organizing your ideas. And you'll have as long as you need to work through this class. It's completely self-paced. Sign up now by clicking on the links in my show notes or by heading to my Thinkific website, writetv.thinkific.com or writingtv.info. And now, an episode of our podcast. Sometimes in telling your story, you have a lot of information you have to convey in a short time, and much of it can be complicated and confusing, especially in genres like high concept uh, fantasy and science fiction, you know, where you're creating whole worlds in front of our eyes. If you're having trouble doing this, then you just may need a tried and true character in your bag of tricks, and that character is called Harry the Explainer. Hello again, TV writers, and welcome to How to Write TV, the podcast that gives you the tools you'll need to write your own original TV content. I am your host, Tom Bray. It's August here in our podcasting world, and in August, I'm focused on finishing up reading and commenting on student scripts from my spring term. So the episodes this month may be shorter than you're used to. Shorter, but I still hope they'll be interesting topics. And today is one of my favorites. Harry the Explainer. Now, there are certain things that you can learn in books about writing. And then there are other things you can learn about writing in school. And then there are certain tricks of the trade you learn from the elders who have gone before you and who had to write 36 episodes of TV in a season or, or monster or sci-fi films in three days. And one of the most important and delightful tricks I ever learned from my elders is a character that we like to call Harry the Explainer. Now, I'm going to tell you more, but uh, first, why don't we uh, cue the time travel harp? Back in post-war America, after the world got a taste of nuclear weapons and scared everyone out of their minds, a whole genre of apocalyptic atomic sci-fi films were born, both in the American cinema and certainly in the Japanese film scene. The plots usually revolved around, you know, atomic radiation and what it did to nature. So films like Rodan, Mothra, and Godzilla are good examples where the radiation mutated these creatures into gigantic menaces. Now, there was a, also a genre of sci-fi where America was being attacked by aliens. Now, films like Invasion of the Body Snatchers is a great example of this. Now, some film historians believe that these films had these themes because of tensions in the Cold War, that the others were amongst us. Now, one thing most of these films had in common was Harry the Explainer. In these kinds of sci-fi movies, Harry the Explainer was almost always a scientist, you know, a, a gray-haired guy in a lab coat. 
In Godzilla, for example, it was Raymond Burr. In, in multitudes of other movies, it was a guy named Leo G. Carroll, who played that character a bunch of times. Now, Harry the Explainer was there to tell the audience exactly why the monster had been let loose to offer some kind of gobbledygook string of words that satisfied the audience's need to understand what was going on. You see, once the radiation reached the caves where, insert creature here, was sleeping, over time it mutated their offspring to the point that it grew unusually large, and now we have a grasshopper that is 150 feet tall. Harry the Explainer. Harry the Explainer is a very, very important character type. It's used in TV whenever there is complex or specialized information that an audience needs to know. Complicated medical case? Bring in Harry the Explainer. A question of legal procedure instrumental to the plot? Here comes Harry. In fact, I once worked with one of the producers of the many variations of Star Trek, and he told me that the writers would leave vast sections of their script blank and insert the words science babble here so that some staff expert could add some credible sounding dialogue into the mouths of the character who would act as Harry the Explainer in that moment of the story. So there are several ways to use Harry the Explainer. One way is to have a dedicated character whose sole purpose is to provide explanations of mysteries to both the other characters and the audience. I can think of no better example of such a character as Giles in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, Giles was the high school librarian, a master of research, How handy it was that there was this guy who understood why the hellmouth was opening up or or why such and such a creature was attacking or or the assorted strengths and weaknesses of the many assorted vampires who crossed our main character's paths. Giles is a classic Harry the Explainer and a necessary part of the success of that show. Without him, you risk that the audience goes through the episode and at some point says, huh? What the heck is going on? The other method of handling Harry the Explainer is what I call the floating method. Depending upon the needs of your story, any character at any moment can take on the role of Harry the Explainer. Often, I'll be watching an episode of a show and and at a moment in the story, turn to my wife and say, Harry the Explainer. It's become, well, kind of a game of sorts for us. My TV version of Find Waldo. Now, I've given you some examples of Harry the Explainer, but I've saved the best for last. In my opinion, the most magnificent use of Harry the Explainer was in Alfred Hitchcock's original masterpiece, Psycho. At the end of that film, In a five-minute or so tour de force, the character of the psychiatrist, played played brilliantly by the actor Simon Oakland, by the way, explains to the audience, full Harry the Explainer colors flying, what we just saw Norman Bates do and why he did it. It's audacious 
and it's masterful. And if you've not seen it, or it's been a while since you've seen this film, I'd encourage you to seek out, if only this scene, for a full immersive experience into the Harry the Explainer vibe. While you should feel free to use your series' regular characters as floating Harry the Explainers when you need them, if you're building a show from scratch, especially a show with a plot that leans heavily on complicated fantasy or sci-fi or legal, medical, or police forensic topics, I'd encourage you to consider building your show with a character whose job it is to be Harry the Explainer. It's a huge amount of fun, both for you and your audience. Which brings me to the portion of the podcast where I say, with my Harry the Explainer hat on, that I hope that you'll check out my online class on how to write a sitcom. I try to make my online classes as easy to use and as inexpensive as I can. Check out mine at writingtv.info. That's writingtv.info. This is Tom Bray saying, thanks so much for listening. Remember, be alive instead of perfect. and. Keep writing.